Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Join Bloomberg in San Francisco or virtually on May 7th for The Future Investor, Data-Powered Transformations. This 2024 event series will examine how data is not only playing a pivotal role in investment decisions, but serves as a driving force behind the construction of innovative, investable enterprises. This series is proudly sponsored by Invesco QQQ. Register at BloombergLive.com slash FutureInvestor slash radio. Let's get to Christina Hooper. She's our guest for the half hour. Christina is the chief global market strategist at Invesco Advisors. She joins from Greenwich, Connecticut. Christina, thanks for being with us. We were talking earlier about Lael Brainerd kind of laying the foundation here for maybe an adjustment in the size of uh, rate hikes. Not to say that the Fed is going to stop raising rates, but the magnitude of these increases will be modulated somewhat. Fair statement? I think that's very fair. She told us what we had been expecting, right, that we are very likely to get 50 basis points in December. But then she managed expectations around what's to come afterwards. I think there's an assumption that a pause would come soon. Um, but she seemed to suggest we could just be getting multiple bite-sized rate hikes um, going well into 2023. Not a huge amount of specificity, but certainly trying to set the stage for not ending tightening very soon. Well, Christina, okay, the reason why we're now talking about less aggression is because of that uh, inflation print that we got last week. The thing is, that was slightly more benign than anticipated. The thing is, we could we are, we are at a crossroads, one could argue, and if we get a very strong reading next time along uh, yeah and it's uh, it's more you know it's uh, stronger than expected inflation then we could see quite the reverse in terms of what happens on these uh, these financial markets oh absolutely and uh, we heard something like that coming uh, from Chris Waller this weekend which was the market seems to get way out in front um, this is one data point and I think that is very, very much the case. We'd all like to believe that it is the beginning of a trend. Um, but we won't know that until it's in the rearview mirror. Mm. And, in, and this isn't just a story about inflation. It's also a story about inflation expectations. They need to cooperate. And unfortunately, um, there has been a slight uptick up uh, upward um, in the last, couple of months, um, both for the New York Fed reading as well as Michigan for longer term inflation expectations. And that's certainly not what the Fed wants to see. The Fed doesn't want to see higher equities, too, which I think is fair, right? Part of uh, tightening financial conditions means lower stocks. So anytime there's a bit of euphoria that seems to build in markets, the Fed is very quick to kind of pour some cold water on that. But when you look at the labor market, interesting development today. Amazon planning to cut about 10,000 jobs. We know that FedEx is putting up um, some employees on furlough, signs of maybe a softer holiday season very quickly in 20 seconds. Or we begin to seeing the labor market start to, to soften a bit. I think we are. The, the issue, though, is that it is such an extremely tight labor market. So that could take a while, although cutting job openings and jobs at the same time will help reduce labor mobility and put downward pressure on wages. Christina, what's your biggest concern right now? 
Well, my biggest concern is that the market gets ahead of itself. Um, we talked a little bit about this before, that we get into a situation in which um, the Fed actually feels as though it needs to rein in, tighten more um, than it otherwise would have because markets became just so frothy. Um, and and uh, I, I worry about that because it would be an unnecessary prolonging of, of rate hikes and, and would hinder our ability to get to the end of, of the, the rate tightening and, and see an economic recovery uh, unfold. Speaking of economic recovery, it uh, looks as though Beijing took some steps last Friday to try to address that issue for the Chinese economy with uh, the relaxation of some controls, not only for the property market, but for COVID policy as well. Is it too soon to put new money to work in China? think it's too soon. It really hasn't been too soon since we saw valuations get very attractive. Now, understand, I understood that uh, valuations are rarely, if ever, predictive in the shorter term. Um, but um, valuations, the cyclically adjusted PEs, uh, look really attractive for Chinese equities um, relative to history, relative to other countries. Uh, so, so that, to me, was when it was time to start thinking about it. And so it still is a time to be thinking about and perhaps even adding to China equities. I think there's a lot of upside potential, especially when sentiment has just been so negative. And long term or short term is one part of my question. The other one is actually, uh, is it time to become less defensive as well elsewhere? So I don't, I don't think it's time just yet. Uh, I think, well, it's certainly time to be thinking about um, uh, the potential for um, the stock market um, to get um, more uh, positive. Uh, It's certainly a time to be thinking uh, about a recovery regime unfolding for markets. Um, But I I, I do believe we're going to see more uh, than just one data point with regard to CPI. I think we're going to need to see confirmation from inflation expectations. So it's going to take a little time before we know if this really is something of a turning point for inflation and the Fed can be a lot more comfortable uh, about hastening the end of tightening. Speaking of turning points, I think the market's been captivated by this meltdown that we have seen in the crypto space, not only in currencies, but in some of these crypto exchanges as well. Take a step back, Christine, to put this in context. Is this significant in the way that it can impact market psychology? Or is this, hey, it's not a big surprise. We knew it was a big asset bubble. It's time to deflate it and move on. Well, I think taking a step back, we recognize that this is not the first time. And in fact, this isn't the biggest time we've seen something like this happen. It is a risk in the crypto space, especially since so many really don't understand the mechanics of how one can buy and hold and, and um, you know, where the vulnerabilities are um, with whatever platform you're using to access cryptos. Do I think it turns away uh, investors? Well, certainly some will be, sh- will be shaken by this. Uh, others won't because it's not about the crypto specifically. It's about the, the exchanges. Uh, so, so I don't think this is uh, a death blow by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think it will create um, a level of caution among some investors. Well, absolutely. And that's quite right as well here, because, I mean, we've had several blow ups so far this year. The question is, would another one 
not, I mean, on the scale of FTX, possibly not, but uh, another one which had uh, garnered media attention could really put the death knell into all this. Well, I'm not sure that, that any other blow-up could put a death knell into into this. Um, this really does seem to have just, a, you know, a broad level of appeal, um, but, but it certainly will uh, scare more investors and, and make more be far more cautious. Christina, thank you so much for joining us. Always a pleasure there. Christina Hooper, their Chief Global Market Strategist at Invesco Advisors. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.